Hello and welcome to She Awakened, the podcast with Stormy, aka The Awakened Health Coach. This podcast is for you if your soul is craving more, more energy, more self-love, more joy, more peace, more wealth, happiness, and fun. I am here to help you heal, to do the inner work, align your chakras, and raise your vibration so you can come back to your authentic truth, remember your innate worthiness, and step into your power. It's time for you to awaken your inner magic, my love. It's time for you to be who you came here to be. It's time for you to be healthy, body, mind, and soul. It's time to heal, to realign, to come back to within. Tune in each week and follow my socials for high vibe, authentic, and motivating content. Thank you for being here, my love. I am stoked to be on this journey with you. Hello, gorgeous soul. Welcome back to She Awakened, the podcast. I am so excited to have you here for another episode, and I hope that your day is treating you well, no matter where you're at or what you're doing, or if maybe it feels like it's not, then I hope that you can just take a breath and have this be something that helps you shift. Shift your state, shift your energy, and come back into yourself, and remember that this life of yours is completely and utterly and entirely 100% up to you. It is up to you how this day goes, how this life goes, and you have what you need within you to to make it whatever the fuck you want to make it, babe. You truly, truly do. Everything you need is within you, and I'm sending you some love and sending you some excitement and sending you some good vibes if you need them. And I'm excited to bring you this episode, which was a really beautiful interview that I did with Nat and... Nat is um, the Mind of Savvy on Instagram, if you've seen her on there, and she is doing amazing things in this world. She really is. She is such, she has this such beautiful energy. She's so radiant and so lovely. She is helping women from all over reclaim newer levels of self-love and remember who they truly are at their core, finding that worthiness and finding that authenticity and that power. And I mean, I, well, when I say like refinding self-love, to be honest, how I see self-love is that it's not actually something that you have to build or create or find. I think that it's more about removing and letting go of the blocks and the beliefs and the bullshit that has been stopping you from feeling the love that already exists within you, that was there when you were a little girl, when you were born into this world, you had all of the self-love that you could have possibly needed or imagined, right? you see little girls like they strut their stuff and they do their thing and they do not give a fuck what you think about them they wear their tutus or they wear their shirts with their bellies out they just do whatever they want because self-love isn't even a concept it just is it's a constant worthiness isn't their worthiness isn't in question it just is they just know that they're worthy they don't have to question that and I believe that that is still who we are today it's just that when we grow up and when we're told then who to be and how to act and when we experience pain and you know shameful situations or when people don't treat us the way that we want them to or that we you know need them to then that is when we start to cover up some of that love with stories and with bullshit and it's just about letting go of the bullshit and coming back home to within. So you're going to love this episode and I'm super excited to share it with you. If you 
haven't already, then I would highly, highly, highly recommend that you head to the link in the show notes and come along and make sure that you've watched the recording, the replay of Meet Your Shadow, which is like all about diving into the side of building self-love, or should I say remembering self-love, that is dealing with and, and navigating the shadow work, aka knowing how to work through when something triggers you. For example, if you're scrolling on Instagram and you get triggered by, you know, seeing someone else, seeing another girl, another woman living her best life or with the body that you want or with a, you know, relationship and it triggers you to feel like you're not enough or it triggers you to question yourself or to doubt yourself. Learning how to actually move through that instead of just being triggered and then end of story and you feeling not good enough or feeling not worthy, but actually learning how to step by step move through triggers how to move through this shadow work which is the side of healing the where you have to start to actually look at your shadow side so the side of you that you don't necessarily love that you know you feel shame about that you struggle with about yourself and actually learning how to integrate and how to heal and how to come back into yourself so it is live on the 4th of November. This is when this masterclass, Meet Your Shadow, is held. And I would highly imagine that you have missed that date. And that's more than okay. But the recording is there if you want to go along and still watch the recording and not miss out. And I'd love to have you come along and join me for that. So I am going to stop chatting your ear off myself now. And let's get into the episode. Hey, podcast fam. Welcome back to another episode. So excited to bring you this interview with self-love advocate, with spiritual gangster, as she calls herself, and honestly, just liver of life, Nat, who is amazing and is just an absolute portal of wisdom, living, you know, like walking the talk and someone who is just so full of magic and I cannot wait to uh, dive into her journey and what she's here to offer. So welcome to the show, Nat. Thank you so much for having me. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. In your van, as a, just, to, yeah. just to start with that, like, so Nat's currently just living her best life and making the most of you know, life and the current situation is on the road. So yeah, how amazing that we can do this, yeah. right? How cool is I technology? Know. I know. Technology is amazing and I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. So um, the first question I always ask my guests is what is one thing that you're currently doing to be your highest and best self? Oh, I love that question so much. Well, probably the perfect time to be asking this, actually. Um, I guess it stems into where I am at the moment in the van. Uh, that was a massive step for me and a really big decision to like, really step out of my comfort zone and quit my nine to five. I know that you know I've had like a side hustle and a business that I've been growing for a few years now, but I've never... I guess I've never trusted myself enough to put all of my faith in that and and only rely on that. Mm. Um, so that has been a massive step. And just even since making that decision, so many things have been flowing in alignment and so much abundance has been coming and just the universe's way of really saying like, yes, this mm. is what you're meant to do. Yeah. You're not meant to be in a nine to five. So yeah, just taking that step and really going with it, even though we didn't have a plan, we didn't really have any knowledge of income. Yeah. Um, and just really backing myself. And I think that's been the best thing that I've done to really step into my higher self because everyone always says, if you want to live the life that you want, then you should be living it right now. Literally. Right. And it's not about 
you know, going into the future to get to this desired reality. It's bringing that to you here in the present because you can't ever live anywhere but the present. You can't get to the future. It never comes. I love that. That's amazing. And I love that leap of faith. I want to go into that more a little bit later in terms of the nine to five, breaking away from that and following your passion because I love it. I love talking about that. That she makes me so excited. Um, Yeah. When you listen to your intuition, it never leads you astray. Never. It's scary, but it never leads you astray. Love that. Um, So can you dive in and just share a little bit about your story, about your background, about you know, what's gotten you to this point here? Because obviously you haven't always been a self-love advocate. I'm sure there was a point when you were struggling inside and that's what, you know, got you to being passionate and where you are now. So have the yeah. floor, my love, whatever you want to share. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, my journey started a, a really long time ago when I was quite young. I was about 15, 16. And like I set foot into my first gym. I still don't even remember why I went. I think it was maybe because I a boyfriend at the time going in the gym or whatever society all that and from that moment forward because of society and unrealistic expectations I put on myself and a lack of self-worth and self-love I went on a really big journey of trying to obtain what I thought was the perfect body and I guess that really turned into a lot of things um I became obsessed with what I ate how many times I would work out I would basically do really unhealthy things to try and obtain this perfect body and I remember I never felt like I was there yet Mm -hmm. um or if I reached a certain point I'd still be like I could be better um which as humans we always do right so it wasn't really up until I was about 26 27 when I really started looking into more like holistic health and then I had a really big life change I like to call it my spiritual awakening um so I was with my ex-husband we were together for a really long time for eight years we got married and then we separated and because we had been together for so long and from such a young age I my whole identity was wrapped up in that relationship and I didn't really know who I was what I wanted um so that was my spiritual awakening and I really had to look in the mirror at myself and and kind of take a step back and be like, who am I? What do I want? What do I love? So I really had to strip back everything. And I guess I, I, had, I had to die, basically. I like to Rebirth. say that. Like yeah. Who I was then was really not who I am now. And that was the point where I really started to look into who I was as a person and focus more on that and what I loved and what aligned with me before over I guess what I looked like and at the end of the day the only reason I wanted to look a certain way was for approval from other people for like attention because I was seeking validation from outside sources rather than going inside Mm -hmm. um yeah and from that moment on it's been a never-ending journey of ups and downs and circles and highs and lows Mm -hmm. as it always is but it's been such a beautiful journey um to really come to a point where you can feel so comfortable in yourself no matter where you're at. Like I haven't set foot on scales in forever and I don't base my self-worth on what I look like either. Amazing. Amazing. And I love that you said that it is that the ups and downs and the highs and lows and the it's seasons, right? I know when yeah. I first started doing this, it's like, and a lot of girls I talk to, it's like this deadline, this timeline of like, I need to get to this point, but it 
it doesn't exist. It's not once you're in, you're all in. You're never getting yeah. out. You know, it's like this club. Like you can't leave when it's, when <laughs> you're not getting out. You can't get out. Yeah. Um, and I resonate so deeply with you know so much of that about like body image and it is. It's not about the body, right? It's about what you're attaching to it in terms of like wanting to be validated and wanting to be accepted and wanting to be liked because of these standards. It's yeah. like just subconsciously like filtered into us of you need to look this way in order to be good enough. Yeah. In order to be liked. hundred percent. Right? Like it's this system, like and it's but it's so powerful, I think it needs to be spoken out more, realizing that it's actually the system that's broken. Yeah. It's not us. Like yeah. that's the effects of the patriarchy. Even the twenty first yeah. century filtering down, still here today, of you yeah. need to look this way and if you don't, you're not enough. Or fit the mold of being the good girl, the pretty girl, the nice girl, the beautiful, sexy, attractive girl. But it's like these standards that you need to look this way. Oh, but you'll never actually meet them, right? Like, when are you ever actually enough? Like, sorry, never. Yeah. So then you give, like, we as women give our power away in in that way. When you put so much emphasis on your body, on being nice and likable and fitting that mold, you actually, it's like handing your your power over away Uh to this entity of you don't even know who it is but it's just like yeah someone outside of you is attached to society and their expectations yeah unrealistic expectations right so Mm. it's time for us to take our power back yeah but that and like that's easier said than done though right like you know i think about my journey it's been like a hectic (laughs) hectic journey the last few (laughs) days um so if you can like go back to when you were in that like i guess like the dark night of your soul as it's called right in the pits of the shit <laughs> face down um where do you like how do you remember feeling and being within yourself that you know girls listening might be able to relate to and connect to in realizing like hey shit it's time for me to really actually take things to the next level and like any advice then in terms of finding your way through that like what you learn now so like what you learn you know how, like we learn these things the hard way like what would you say yeah. to someone who's like don't learn this the hard way like learn from me <laughs> I am someone who really likes to do everything on my own and I'm really stuck with me in that way. But I think having support is the best thing that you can do because just having everything built up inside of you and not having some way of getting it out and maybe you don't have someone that you can trust with your whole life that you can just lay everything out and how you're feeling. So for me, like journaling then was a massive thing for me. Because if we think about all of the thoughts that happen in our brain, like every single day, and if we just keep them all bottled up in there, like it's such a dark mess. Mm -hmm. And if we can't at least get it out in some form, then we're holding on to that. And we're waking up with a new day with all of these thoughts still running around in our head. So of course, there are days where even now still you have days where you're like, well, you have those thoughts come back in, but you've equipped yourself with tools on how to maybe get get up pick yourself up a little bit quicker than you used to be able to and that's okay because like I said your journey is up and down and mm-hmm. highs and lows and totally it always yeah. will be right but it's about learning to flow with it as well and not mask your feelings or not deny your feelings and think that oh when you're on this like mm-hmm. spiritual journey and self-love journey that you have to be all positive and happy and lovey-dovey all the time because that's no. not true either like self-love can be super dark like we have to really go deep within ourselves and meet ourselves at every single corner to accept all of us, like the mm. good, the bad, the 
ugly. Otherwise, we'll never love ourselves. And Mm -hmm. loving ourselves isn't about being perfect. It's about accepting us for who we are. Um, So, yeah, I kind of went on a tangent. (laughs) I would say, like, surrounding yourself with a really strong network, and that might not even have to be, like, actual people Mm. in your life. Mm. It can be, like, podcasts that you listen to, someone you follow on social media in a really positive light that is giving you value, that is making you feel worthy or making you, um, giving you sharing tips and things like that. Uh, Journaling is like a massive thing for me. Mm -hmm. I think it's the best way that you can get everything out in such an honest, open way because sometimes it can be hard being really open and honest to someone else. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And journaling too, it's like, you're just like transferring all of the shit in your head just onto something else and realizing like that's not me that was an emotion that I was feeling or emotions that I was feeling because otherwise it's easy to attach to those emotions you're like I am sad or I am depressed or whatever like no you're just feeling that way in that moment and it's emotion that's meant to be in motion energy in motion but it gets stuck sometimes it gets stagnant you just have to shift it with something like journaling so I think that's yeah that's a really good point um you know, it makes a massive difference, hey, the people that you surround yourself with, like, that's who you become in yeah. so many ways. And if it's normal for you to be around people who, you know, write themselves off every weekend drinking and partying and doing those things or talking shit about themselves or judging, then you naturally want to be like them, just like it's a human yeah. thing. So if you start yeah. to actually up-level who's in your environment, it makes a massive difference. Um, yeah. What do you, like, how do you actually define self-love out of interest? What does it mean to you? Uh, I think self-love is all about discovering all parts of you. And I believe that's a never-ending journey because as humans, we're always evolving. Mm-hmm. We will, if, especially if you're in this journey. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> yeah, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? Literally. You're stagnant. Mm-hmm. So I believe self-love is just meeting all parts of you at every single step of your journey and really finding out why you do those things and accepting it just as it is. Mm. I agree it's hard though hey like I just think it's important to talk about the aspect of that that like it sounds really good and it sounds really easy but then when you're faced with like for example you get triggered to be Mm -hmm. really jealous for example Mm -hmm. in a relationship or a potential relationship and you that party that's jealous and overprotective or obsessive comes out and then but learning how to love your shadow learning how to love that part of you isn't as easy as loving the part of you that is kind and giving you know but it's equally as important what do you like what do you have to say about navigating this more shadow darker side of yourself yeah I think the darker and like the shadow side of ourselves is so important because without dark there's no light and we can't appreciate the light without the dark right Mm. And it's definitely a lot harder to navigate and it can be confusing sometimes. But if we come to understand that that is also part of who we are, and I guess in some parts we're not going to have that dark come out all the time, but it also, I believe it doesn't always go away. Mm. Um, And that is like who we are. But it's not going to be easy to accept those things because it's going to be something that you're not really maybe proud of, but there are always ways and steps that you can take to put a positive spin on it. Like for example, how you said, if you're like obsessive or you can get really jealous in a relationship or what's the 
I guess the positive outlook on that it's it's more about working on your mindset with it as well like yeah it can be really toxic to be super jealous um and that's something you'll have to work on in order to have a really great relationship with someone whether that's romantic or not Mm. but the positive to being jealous is that it means that you care right you care about that person if you didn't care about the person you wouldn't have those feelings come up you wouldn't get jealous um and I also like to have a little spin on jealousy as well. And rather than thinking that it's jealousy, you can always think of that person or that thing as an expander. Because generally, if we're jealous of something, it means that we want it. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, so that person can be an expander, like especially with social media and things like that. If you're scrolling and you're like, oh, I'm so jealous of them. Well, maybe let's switch up the the talk or the mindset around it and that person is an expander for you so you're following them because they have something or they've done something that you want Mm -hmm. so by seeing that then they're expanding you if that person can do it you can do it so Mm -hmm. I like to think of jealousy specifically more as an expander but I guess it depends on what you're jealous about yeah definitely definitely and I think as well like um you know when something like that comes up when you're feeling triggered in whatever way whether it's sadness disappointment jealousy anger whatever like um how I see you know diving into the self-love journey there as well in terms of not just letting that be who you are right not just letting yourself not letting it define yeah but um realizing that that is in in many ways like who you've learned to be because of what you've been through because of your conditioning because of your childhood and your environment so instead taking ownership for it, acknowledging hey I am triggered to feel this way whatever this is what's happening and diving in and doing some inner child healing right like connecting with your yes. inner child because how you talk to a little girl is so different how you talk to an adult right like it's just you're so much kinder and gentle and you see things differently yeah. and you acknowledge her emotions and it's all valid and important and um we all have that little girl alive within us today she never goes away she's always there so actually taking that time to speak to her inside of yourself you know through through like five minute closed eye practice or journaling or something like that I know that that for me has been so powerful and I always get all my clients to do that as well or like uh, meditation and like visualizing her and really Mm -hmm. forgiving her as well because it's not her fault like you Mm. said it's the conditioning it's what you've been brought up with and when we're children we only learn values from the people that we're surrounded with and Mm. we as a child we can't control that as well Mm. and we take on so much energy from other people so we we really have to relearn everything Mm. and like you said we we have to accept and own that part of ourselves Mm. to be able to heal it and to move forward as well yeah and a lot of the time like reasons why we don't have a strong sense of self-love or self-worth is not because of who we are but because of who we have come to believe that we are based on what other people have said to us and done to us specifically going back to childhood right and there's so much pain that can come with that trauma the true pain shame sadness and we carry that around until we heal it right (laughs) we carry it around and so if you're wanting to be a better version of yourself and really wanting to make and create and and deepen this self-love like what do you need to let go of what do you need to actually release from the past what beliefs Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. um you know false stories and 
I call them stories because everything's yeah. a story. Do you need to actually shift and let go of because that's what's blocking you from being authentic, from actually feeling confident within yourself? Like yeah. for me, and I don't, I don't know about you, but my story of my life was I'm not good enough. I didn't have mm-hmm. any sense of self-love because of what I'd been through in life. I just had this core belief of I'm not good enough. No one yeah. wants me and I'm not likable. And that was how I saw the world and saw myself. And that's what shaped my life and my actions. Yeah. Yeah, I can resonate with that so much. It's very similar to mm. my story and my beliefs. And it was, I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. Yeah. And and you see that if you look back on your life and the patterns that have happened with relationships with friends or relationships with partners, you can see that pattern, the same <laughs> thing. Plays out. Happening, right? <laughs> or the same person that, comes back again and yeah, again in different yeah. bodies. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it's until you identify that and then learn to shift and start working on that and letting go of those stories or learning to shift those stories and those beliefs, then you'll notice a change. Yeah. Because if nothing changes, nothing changes, Literally. right? So yeah. If we don't work on our beliefs, our self-limiting beliefs, then we're never going to shift what keeps happening to us. It's just on repeat Loop. because the universe mm-hmm. is going to keep sending you the same lesson until you actually identify it and learn it. Yeah, and that's what literally creates your life because that's the vibration that you're emitting. Your beliefs are like mm-hmm. at the core of your vibration. It's not just dancing around and, you know, I'm high vibe. Like that's the surface level yeah. shit. It's your beliefs and your yeah. trauma, the emotional baggage. That is what shapes your life because yeah. that's like energetically what you're emitting. Um, yeah. What would be like even just like three tips, um, practical steps that listeners could take because like I just know when I was like starting in this work and I was like listening to podcasts and I'd be like I was such a devourer of all this shit but then I'd be like but what the fuck does inner work mean and what do I actually do like just tell me what to do like I need help (laughs) so do you have any like practical like yes go and do this at least to get started like this is what was really great for me yeah for sure I think it's so important to have steps to guide people yeah. because yeah, sometimes there's so much stuff overwhelming. Out there, and it's mm. like, well, what mm. do you do, right? Yeah. And I personally think that investing in a coach in one way or another, I know that sometimes financially it might not be something everyone can do for like a one-on-one coach, but there's so much like people provide so much free content out of, mm. out there, right? Mm-hmm. So um like find a coach that you really want to work with maybe follow them on social media and just devour all of their free content. They're always going to have some kind of free or entry level like course or something that yeah. can really help you. And I know that's what's helped me is investing in myself, mm-hmm. um, whether that's like a small course or like they sometimes do group, group training. They might have free Facebook groups, podcasts, anything like that. So find a coach and invest and yeah. manifest your way to one-on-one coaching with them if that's something that you want to do and just a um, note, note on that too actually just to interrupt what i'm thinking is like <laughs> when you actually invest even though it's scary and like i know it's scary right like i I charge people for that, but I also do it myself. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in this position. It's fucking scary. Like, I've shat my pants so many times at having to do that. But what it does is it forces you to level up. When you are forced to fork over money, you actually, like, you change who you are. You step up. Mm -hmm. You start taking bigger action because you got more on the line. And that alone, it's amazing what that actually will do for you. And and money is just energy. You you can get it back tenfold, right? If you learn how to, to manifest it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you're by doing that you're already taking a step into your higher self mm. just by committing to that and mm. um you know exchanging that investment as well yeah. which is incredible yeah um but yeah the other thing i would recommend is books i don't know i just love yeah. books so much i have a big recommendation of reads which i can send to you if you want to put it in the podcast you know, mm. yeah yeah sure that'd be awesome yeah yeah <laughs> um, thank you but i'm a bit old school and i love physical books but yeah, there's obviously so mm. many ways that we can access books like there's audible um there's like ibooks on iphone where you can just read it on your phone or laptop or ipad or whatever um and i actually heard something the other day which was so incredible and i can't stop thinking about it and it's not reading books just for the sake of reading books it's reading a book until you actually understand what it's saying and what it means to you how you're interpreting it so Mm -hmm. that's what i've been um doing recently as well it's not reading the book just for the sake of it like if i need to read one page or one chapter like 10 times then i'm going to read that until it it actually clicks and i understand what what it means to me and what they're trying to portray in the book as well mm. um so i really love any personal development kind of book but i will send you through my favorite so thank you like, and i'm gonna if i haven't read any i'm definitely gonna <laughs> read them so thank you so much um and journaling as well would you say like definitely journaling yeah. i love journaling so much and i know sometimes people say to me but i don't know what to journal about mm. and that's okay sometimes just sitting on your own and being with yourself with no interruptions can be quite confronting sometimes because you don't know what's going to come up in your thoughts and just sitting there with pen to paper and letting whatever flow flow just letting it flow um rather than trying to force what's going to come out but sometimes if you're really just starting with journaling there's so many journal prompts on like pinterest or things like that Mm -hmm. personally i don't know if you know of the brand called dreamy moons Mm-hmm. But I love her journals. She does um, a whole year, and it's called Year of Growth, which is beautiful. Oh, cool. And there's things in there that really can help to prompt you on what to journal about, like new moon and full moon journaling. Mm-hmm. So if that's something that people are interested in, it's really great for beginners if you're wanting some guidance as well. Yeah. She does like, um, like weekly in the journal weekly what is it reflection yeah yeah on your week and goals and things like that so Mm -hmm. if that if you're a beginner that can be really helpful um but yeah otherwise just really sitting with yourself and letting whatever needs to come out come out um yeah i think that's really yeah agreed and not letting because like that's in many ways meditation right but sometimes I think the word meditation can deter you because you're like no that's boring or I can't just sit and empty my brain like fuck that that sounds shit and like it's hard I can't do it I can't do that right I meditate every day but I can't sit and empty my brain a lot of the time it's just about sitting with yourself because most people spend their life so go 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 and busy and like when you're always consuming all of these like um, messages from other people and social media and the world and the news and it's just you never have time then to actually listen to yourself because you can't hear it because yeah. there's too much chatter yeah. and too much noise so just actually having five minutes of stillness in the morning even like while you're eating breakfast or having a coffee if that's all you can do but taking that time to connect with yourself like how am I feeling today or what's yeah. happening in my world or what's my intuition trying to tell me or just being yeah. and getting out of your head and actually just being in stillness in yeah. your body is amazing yeah. like exactly. it's the small things hey like yeah. I think that is such a mass- massive thing that I wish I knew when I was you know getting started it was like it 
it's not you don't change your life through the massive big actions it's actually just what you do every single day that's what shapes your life yeah and I love the part of what you said about sitting with yourself and what is your intuition trying to tell you or what's trying to come through Mm. because sometimes I've had I like to call them pings as well. I've had the <laughs> biggest pings come through yeah. when I am just sitting and being and like meditating. But I, like you said, I can't sit there and meditate and not have a single thought run through my brain. Like that just doesn't happen. No. But it is just about the practice of sitting and being with yourself because that outside chatter really, it never stops in your day-to-day life. So just having that one small habit every single day will literally change your life. Yeah, definitely. And Oh, yeah. And just to elaborate on what you just said then too, in terms of like when, and going back to what we said before, when you follow your alignment, like what's in alignment for you, you actually can hear your intuition and hear yourself, your authentic self so much better because like you're in a state, you're in an energy, you're in a mood to actually be able to show up and to actually be able to listen and be able to live your life and receive those like it's when you're doing the things that just like make you feel good and you're just having fun and then you're like that's a good idea oh my god I should do that or like really like oh my god like that idea like you know for me it's when I'm dancing or when I'm reading a book or when I'm out walking and then I'm like oh my god like I'm just in this like flow state right but that's how life is meant to be like what a mind fuck from what you know what you're (laughs) used to of what you were taught of life's actually meant to feel good life's actually meant to be filled with pleasure and ease and fun you know, yeah. like, it's your job to have fun. It's not just your job to be productive. Yeah. And please other people. Like, that's yeah. not what your life is meant for. No, yeah. not at all. Um, can we touch on you, you know, making the decision to leave the nine to five and follow your passion and listen to what's in alignment for you? Like, how has that journey been? Well, it's been a long journey because fear which mm. is a great little thing uh, <laughs> just always cops its little head up doesn't it so yeah. I've been probably I've had my like a side hustle or side business since I was like 26 27 and I'm now 31 mm-hmm. and it's only now so in the last few months that I've actually made the decision to quit my nine to five and there's been so many times where people have you know, said, like, quit your nine to five, and then everything you want will come to you. But it's that fear. And for me, I'm such an organized person who needs to, like, I'm such a budgeter, like, I need to be in control. Yeah. Um, so I <laughs> had to let go of all of that and fully surrender and just trust in the universe. And mm. because I just got to the point where I was like, enough is enough. And I think also with everything that's going on in the world at the moment, I just couldn't do the nine to five anymore. Like what I was doing was not fulfilling me at mm-hmm. all. And I knew it was not what I was meant to do. So I just basically had enough and I was like, I, I need to surrender or else again, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And once you make that decision and you say to the universe, yes, I'm quitting my nine to five and I'm putting all of my trust into myself because I know what I'm capable of or what I'm meant to do and I'm following this because this is what I truly feel passionate about the abundance and what comes back to you even in the shortest amount of time is literally mind-blowing and I know like so many people said that to me before I made the decision (laughs) like what it took like five years yeah so if someone was hearing this they're like yeah I know I know I know but I can't say it enough like it really does and something that Gary Vaynerchuk has said before is like 
you can always get another job. Mm. You can always get an, another job. There's an abundant amount of jobs. And if you have a job right now, you can get another job. Like Your worst so case if, scenario is right now yeah, what you're already freaking yeah, living. Yeah, exactly. Like, so what if it doesn't work out? At least you took the chance and you tried it and now you know what works, what doesn't work and you can move forward. But you can always get another job. Yeah. What was the thing that, because like if it took you five years, like what was the breaking point that, that got you from just being in your head and having fear popping up to being like, fuck this, I'm doing it? I think it was a lot to do with just probably a lot to do with COVID actually Mm. because I feel like my freedom a lot of my freedom had been stripped away and I was feeling really claustrophobic and even more so with working a nine-to-five and like just being there every day and and knowing that I didn't want to be there and it was not in alignment with anything that I wanted to do at all and it was also actually a quite a bit to do with my partner as well like she has a very similar mindset to me and we both were feeling the same way so when both of us are feeling that way we're like okay like what can we do because we know we're not in alignment right now what do we do and that was really our only choice like we didn't want to be working nine to five we wanted to feel free we wanted to travel we wanted to work on things um that like we're passionate about it Mm. was just yeah I guess not feeling free and very claustrophobic in where I was yeah and we always have two choices right like to settle and accept that and just feel like that's the norm or to to say no I don't want this to be my life I want more and the universe like when I just strongly believe like when we have these hard situations and challenges the universe it's not trying to test you and trying to break you it's actually just trying to push you gently into what is actually meant for you and and is in alignment which is hard when you're like on the edge of the cliff and it's like, stop pushing me. Like I'm scared, but there's always a safety net at the bottom as well. It pushes you, it flicks you off, but it also always catches you. Um, I love that. And I think like, and just congrats, by the way, I don't think I've said that, but congrats for doing that. Like that's amazing. And I just can't wait to see how you grow with that as well. What do you do when fear pops up though, out of interest? Like what's your, like your toolbox like what when you go to your toolbox like what's your favorite like tool or few tools to be like okay I'm fucking stuck in fear right now (laughs) but I don't want to be so like how do you move through that personally personally I I need someone that I can kind of like vent to I guess I would say so whether that's like my partner or like my best friend it's always so like even before they reply so with my best friend I usually just voice by my heart and I completely just like bent Mm -hmm. and even before she's replied you know I already feel better just for getting Mm. it out um and then sometimes when you say it out loud you're like that actually sounds really stupid I don't even know why I'm so scared Mm -hmm. um and reflection is probably the biggest thing for me because when you're in the moment and fear pops up sometimes like you can't really shake that feeling like I even had it happened to me yesterday I was really anxious about having to make this phone call and then when I made the phone call nothing was wrong like there was no reason for me to be anxious and it was that reflection that after the phone call where I was like I don't know why I was so anxious why did that happen and just reflecting on those feelings and again taking ownership of that feeling why it popped up maybe what's happened in the past that potentially is making that Mm -hmm. being a trigger for me Mm. um because again if we don't kind of own our feelings or kind of put them under the rug then we don't really ever move forward and 
yeah so I think reflection is probably the biggest thing that's helped me and you don't have to sit down and write about it but just taking a moment and being like huh okay that's why I felt that way or that's why that popped up for me yeah definitely I love that I always too um I just love connecting in with like you know what is my I think Tony Robbins is the one that taught me this like what is what would my 90 year old self say to me what would she be proud of me for or what would she regret which choice Mm. and just let like just sit with that and be like okay it might be scary but it's worth it like this is the path yeah and sometimes fear is actually excitement but we've been trained to think that it's fear because it's the same physiological things that are happening Mm. to your body when you're excited or when you're scared yeah and sometimes fear is really just the emotion that you need your body and your intuition is telling you this is what you need to do mm. like your body's being like ding, 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 like this is what you need to do it's why you're feeling this way mm. and we're wired to be always looking for threats and for, to be in fear yes. right that's literally how our brain works it's so you're never going to escape the fear it's just learning how to move through it and if you mm. try and escape the fear you'll literally just stay stuck and stay put for the rest yeah. of your life it's like we have survival brains your brain it's like the equivalent of sometimes like getting on your instagram story or something could be the equivalent of like being chased by a wild animal right and that's stupid but that's how brains work so then it's your job to come and be like i am safe like thank you for trying to protect me brain but i'm safe it's fine like i'm just gonna do this so you can just shush and just get in the back seat for a minute yeah (laughs) definitely definitely amazing um can we chat like what has been your journey in terms of embracing your authenticity because this is actually such a deep like deep deeply rooted fears about being authentic especially with social media and Mm -hmm. like all of these just messages that we receive about what you should look like and about perfection about all of that um I know I have struggled a lot with this it's been such a learning and growing journey for me in terms of um not just trying to be likable but actually just being myself and accepting and knowing that the right people would like that and that's okay that not everyone else likes that yeah for sure I I think it's one of those things that again it's like easier said than done right but it it all comes as part of the journey and I really had to work on like when I jump on social media or like it's still something that I'm working on now when I post something or I'm on my stories it's about what I what I want to do this is my platform this is what I want to share this is who I am and I'm not forcing anyone to follow me so if you don't like it then you can unfollow me Mm. but it's very much like that's the kind of attitude that I've had to work on and be part of who I am and really sometimes be selfish and I think selfish has a negative connotation Mm. on it but being selfish is like setting boundaries which is healthy setting um like I guess yeah just being who you are but it's so hard to say that and then do it Mm. because like again what we're wired to be like is to care what people think we want people to like us but like you said it's about accepting who we are and being authentic and knowing that the right people will come and I just think that it's just come me naturally Mm. I don't know I don't really know how to be honest I've just because I've worked on myself and kind of had my blinkers on and the right people have always come to me like there might be the the odd time that I might get a hater or something but it's very very rare because I feel like I've 
stayed so true to who I am and being authentic to who I am at every stage of who I am. Like when I started my Instagram, I was a completely different person, but I've owned who I was at every single stage that I have the right type of audience or the right people in my life because I am like putting out that vibration. So mm. if I'm operating at that vibration and at You're that level attracting. and at my higher self, mm. then I'm attracting the same type of people. Mm. And I think like it is just something that comes with your journey. There's no like steps that you can really mm. take, but once you start doing your inner child work and you start owning your values and you start working on yourself and implementing those habits every single day, it's something that all comes together about being your authentic self. And yeah. we have to know that we're not going to have, like, not everyone's going to like us. That's mm. just the way the world works. Um, but the most important part is that you love yourself because this is so cliche. But <laughs> if you don't love yourself, then like no one is going to love you or the right people aren't going to love you. And even if they do, it won't be meaningful because, not that it won't yeah. be meaningful, but it won't fill that spot that your own self-love is the only thing that can fill. Yeah. yeah. But I love that like it's a byproduct. Hey? Like being okay with being yourself truly and authentically is, it's just kind of what happens authentic, like naturally and authentically when you do this inner work and start to actually figure out who you are and start to work on releasing the bullshit stories and beliefs and all of that and and owning who you are like it's doesn't yeah. need to be the focus it actually can just be the bad part same with happiness yeah. right if you're feeling unfulfilled yeah. don't make happiness like chasing happiness your focus because it will always run from you trust me it will always yeah. run it will always feel like it's a mile away focus on yourself and on this healing and on this inner work and happiness will just be a byproduct because like happiness yeah. like any emotion it's always going to fluctuate you're never going to feel happy all the time it's literally not possible yeah. um but yeah i love that and i love sitting with the question of like you know who were you before the world taught you who to be told you who to be yeah and yeah. connecting tying back into the inner child work of when you connect with your inner child you realize who you are authentically because that is the essence of who we are because children are expressive like children don't give a fuck yeah. they just yeah. dance they and they say the weird shit they don't think before <laughs> they talk they just talk and they play and they run around and they cry if they're sad and they say that or yeah. they smile and they're happy like they are the purest joy of us being our most expressive selves and it's just like yeah. connecting in with her every day and learning how yeah. to create safety within yourself to do that you know, if the world around you isn't supportive of that, how can you make your own inner environment supportive? Even if it's just in your bedroom, like having a safe space for you to wear what you want to wear, for you to dance around, for you to say what you want to say and just start practicing expressing yourself and being authentic in that way. And like you said, the people will just come. Like it's amazing actually if I look at look back, like the people just come like it's so bizarre. I remember being in a place where I was like, <laughs> I don't have enough like deep connection sort of friends. Like I want soul sisters and I want that. And then I started doing this like to the next level of like just owning myself. And then it's almost like you put your hand up and you're like, this is me. Who else likes this sort of weird shit? And they're like, oh my God, me too. I didn't realize because you weren't showing us. Like, how can I know that you're into, you know, oracle cards and meditation and going to the beach and sunrises if you didn't actually let the world see that before that? Yeah. Exactly, you know? and it's so beautiful when you step into your own authenticity. You're 
giving permission for other people to be their yeah, authentic self as well. It's, it's so inspiring. Like a big yeah. effect, which is so beautiful. It's a ripple effect. We literally have such an impact in this world in people that you know you don't even realize. But we get to decide what kind of impact and what kind of ripple effect, which is beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for everything that you've shared and for going in and for your time. I love listening to you and just being in your energy is so calming. Like, I feel like I feel so zen. I feel like super chill. I love it. Um, so to wrap things up, like, I always just love to throw it back your way in terms of anything that you feel called to share. Maybe it's just... You know, a, you know, something from the heart or a quote that you love or any actionable tip or anything at all that you feel most called to share for the girls listening. I do have a quote, but I just need to find it. Yeah, don't want to butcher it's, it. It's one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite mm-hmm. quotes. And it's by Brene Brown. Oh, love her. <laughs> the quote is, only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our lives. Mm, I love that. She's amazing. Have yeah. you seen her um, Netflix docker? A call- no, I haven't. <gasps> Go and watch it. It's called A Call to Courage. It is Okay. Wow. It's amazing. Literally amazing. amazing. And to like okay. go and watch it if you haven't if you're listening and you haven't watched it. Sure on that. Netflix, a call to courage. Changed my life. She's amazing. Amazing. Anyways, where can the girls um listening follow you, follow on your journey, you know, go and take what you have to offer? Anything. <laughs> anything at all. Uh, so my Instagram is probably my biggest platform that I share everything on and that is at the mind of Sabi. Can I ask a question like about that name? Because I I've, I don't think I've ever actually known the story about the name. Yeah. <laughs> so Sabi was like my nickname. It's not that cool of a story, but basically <laughs> when I was like seventeen, I got my first like brand new car, and it was a Proton Sabi. And my boyfriend at the time and all of his friends were like, what the hell is this car? And they started calling me Savvy. Mm. And I took it and ran with it because my only other nickname had ever been Nat. And I was like, that's boring. <laughs> so I took Savvy, I ran with it, and then everyone started calling me it. And that's like where it stemmed right. from. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like my alter ego in a sense. She's like, I've turned her into my higher self. Yeah, so, I love and that. Then, the mind of savvy because i love to share and be open and vulnerable yeah yeah and savvy is too like you're a go-getter like you make the most of what you've got like oh i love that that's cool i always want it (laughs) i've always (laughs) wanted i've just never asked you (laughs) amazing um is there anything else like anything that you're offering or anything that you're doing at the moment um i do have my love yourself online course which is an awesome entry level as well so there is a link to that in my website on my instagram as well um and i do women's retreats and workshops at different times of the years and obviously because i'm traveling around australia now Mm. they will be held in different states which is really cool um and yeah if anyone wants to follow the van journey there's a link (laughs) to that page on my instagram as well cool amazing thanks so much for sharing and just for being here and just for like having the courage to be who you are in this world and follow your alignment and authenticity it's an honor to watch and I know how much of an impact you're making in the world so thank you truly like as just the world I just want to say thank you (laughs) thank you thank you so much for having me and for sharing your wisdom and light as well it's been such a beautiful conversation no worries 